In this episode of Threading Thoughts, we discuss how design can be an enabler. Design for manufacturability is the general engineering practice of designing products in such a way that they're easy to manufacture. The concept exists in almost all engineering disciplines, but the implementation differs widely depending on the manufacturing technology. While DFA is a method of design of the product for ease of assembly, DFM is a method of design for ease of manufacturing of the collection of parts that will form the product after assembly. Designers of manufacturing systems have also obliged to satisfy essential safety and health requirements. Anup Jagdish Gehani is an experienced business owner with a demonstrated history of working in the mechanical or industrial engineering industry. Skilled in product lifecycle management, computer-aided design, failure mode and FX analysis, manufacturing and product development, he is a strong entrepreneurship professional. With a deep connect to engineering and manufacturing processes, he possesses an exceptional capability in product and process design. A trained engineer by education and polished with interactions with Germans and Italians, he has delivered castings, fabrications and designs to them and has been received well. Hey Anoop, thank you so much for joining us for Threading Thoughts today. I'm so glad you were able to come and join us today. Welcome. Thank you for inviting me. You're most welcome. So can you give a few instances of how a good design can be an enabler? A uh, lot of time, uh, what I see people, which is the richest place in the world. So answer for that by someone very famous whose name I'm forgetting is called graveyard. Graveyard is the richest place in the world. So it sounds very strange that how are we saying graveyard is the richest place in the world. So what you see in world is the executed ideas. But there are billions and millions of ideas which are which were having lots of potential and they were not used and now they are dead with those people who died. So end of the day it is the execution that matters else if you believe me uh, for 1% of idea which is being employed in the world 99% are yet to be explored. So those 99% of ideas needs to be executed very well in a defined manner. So every Tom, Dick and Harry can come up with an idea or he can always complain that government ne ye kiya. he could always complain that bridge should But once you actually start studying, I believe that a very good designer can be a very good enabler is what your question is. Because he is the one who can take idea of himself or in most of the cases of somebody else, like a boss of a company or he can be a senior in a company or he could have seen a problem which is occurring, which can be solved by simple tricks. So I believe designer is one of the enabler or a connecting element between the idea and the execution. So I believe designer is one, is actually one of the most important enabler in present times. Beautifully said, beautifully said. And you know, as you said, there are a very good bridge. Um, the idea and the actual, uh, you know, implementation requires a lot of thought process which sometimes not, does not happen at the time of ideation. It can happen much later. And I think that's something we need to be very cognizant about. Um, so how does a well-designed, say, training room for industries, right? Improve safety. Uh, where is the design and safety element in this? And how can this be applied across multiple industries, not just a particular industry? What are some of the points we need to remember? So uh, we 
did lot of product design with reference to what you are discussing right now is we came across one area where we were asked to do something which we had not done in the past which was actually designing a training room now i always believe uh, somebody who is into industry for so many years uh, is also responsible for training the next generation i don't believe it only lies with the faculties unfortunately uh, we have made two different categories faculties is something who is out of industry and then there is somebody in industry who does not do the training aspect this is a flawed concept i always believe that you should swap faculties and industry list every year go bolo college mein sikhaye ek saal aur ek saal factory jaye so the level of education will be very high now coming back to the content of the question which is what are the key points that needs to be taken care while designing a training room the first and foremost is who is gonna be trained in that so if i give the case of a tire industry for which we were working so the target audience or the guys who are trained are sometime 10th pass 12th pass they are not graduate enough they are not diploma holders itif done as good else uh, we want uh, somebody who is just 10th or 12th pass who could read basic instruction now when you bringing them in a scenario which is uh, dangerous with the essence that the machineries are very big they run at re- relatively higher speed those machine cannot be designed with completely closed safe working manner because then the processing will not be possible so how do we make them aware of the dangers and challenges which is faced by them uh, i do not believe that alone a theory or alone a practice video session is good enough so with this particular client what we planned was to actually make the entire machinery in a scaled manner and in a safer manner and have a very large training room where we would install this to give you just an idea across 20 machines let's just take one machine now this machine in this tire industry is called as a bale cutter bale cutter so just for the non technical ones around me what is a bale cutter bale cutter is nothing but a table in which there is a giant blade which cuts thick stacks of rubber okay now wow. you could imagine you could just imagine when you have blade and when you have giant coming in you have lot of potential for errors absolutely so what so what we planned and what we designed here was uh, we made a we intend to make a model of the same machine and we would replace the blade with a rubber strip so instead of the metal we'll replace it with a rubber strip there we have very heavy motors here we would deploy a motor which is slow so weak that you could actually stop the motor by putting your hand in it okay so these kind of redundancy can be taken care and actually you can demonstrate ke bhai hard daloge to kya hoga kat jayega but you need to install the logic that this is dangerous and how it happens so this is the methodology we would apply for all the machines for operations we would have a scaled model or actual model if possible have it in training room and upgrade and modify them for redundancy so in case anything ha- you don't want to accident while training that is the worst kind of thing that would happen so there we want the trainer to have some comfort zone so we enable the machine in such a way where it is not 100% as risky but at the same time it should not be 
fully safe that when he goes into the practical environment it is a totally different thing even that is not the case so let's make it uh, 50% safe or 60% safer and the actual environment and then let's progress him to more riskier machines is what i see and that's nice because he actually sees how the machine is it's not like you know you see these dummy uh, machines where you have no idea of the scale of the machine itself so that's nice but how do you think that this can be done across industries so a uh, lot of industries basically big industries with good amount of turnover have generally allocated amount of resources with them for training activities now uh, it is just an uh, approach that we do we go somewhere we see somebody's training room and we just try to replicate it moreover the concept of training room over here is having a grand room with a good ac hall a chair and a projector that should pretty much take care of the training room this is now how this is not how it works in a technical scenario people make and you have to set up an iti within the industry but end of the day if safety is somebody's responsibility then somebody needs to needs to take care of it so i always believe having a controlled version of your factory in a training room is the best way to train somebody before pushing him in to something which is more challenging and this is something you recommend for every industry right i mean this is very critical uh, see uh, some some case it may be a concern of safety so there it is very critical some cases let's say you are just mixing two chemicals so even, even having mixing maybe one kg of dangerous chemicals let's let him mix 1 1 gram of chemical what more he could do flawed so it is just a approach which i call as a scale down approach you take the risk in an incremental manner you make him aware the possibilities of the error and the causes and the actions that could follow so he would understand in the greater manner uh, training room is also must across because there are many new concepts which in india we are still failing to adopt like there is something called as loto l o t o loto is loto is something called as lockout tagout it is a full form of abbreviation of lockout tagout so l is lockout tagout so what does loto do um, have you come across a scenario where you are servicing a motor or you are servicing a machinery and that machinery's main switch can be somewhere else in a electrical room even in your house uh, if you want to switch off the mcb of your room okay, and there is a electrician who is working in that room let's let's say your partner your husband father or somebody comes home he finds why the fan is not working he may directly go ahead and switch on the mcb without understanding that somebody else is working somewhere this is a very common scenario which occurs across industry because this occurs very frequently even when shift changes imagine there is a maintenance going on and shift changes and somebody sees ke yaar ye light kyun nahi jal rahi ja ke mcb chalu kar do and then the poor guy gets a shock of the life because somebody yeah. did not know that he was working there correct correct so a correct way was to have actually a person standing at the mcb point who tells everybody not to do it but then how many number of resources can we deploy in a factory which is maybe in kilometers long so there are pretty good safety devices called a group of devices they lock many things even your mcb can be locked with with a conventional padlock so you got a device which you could mount on the mcb you could lock it and then you write a sticker write a note why i have switched this off because a maintenance work is going on in this so and 
the machinery and we will switch it back on at this time so in case the same guy who found the fan is not working without knowing the consequence if he tried to switch it switch it on he won't be able to and also you would he would be able to read why is it off so this is a concept of lockout tagout just for one case this can be deployed across all machineries okay okay and i think that that is very useful right uh, because as it is the indication or the intimation that is missing most of the time so we don't know yes. something's happening the way it's happening right exactly exactly with uh, black swan events creating new workspaces and remote work possibilities uh, can you point out five great design areas or uh, you know ideas that have actually eased this transition First of all, Mrudula Ji, thanking you, thanking you for informing me what a black swan is. I did not understand the terminology of black swan, so I asked her up, and she was generous enough to make me understand what is a black swan terminology. So, Anytime. so uh, many of you who are like me, uh, black swan is what I understood that uh, instances like Corona, who play a major disruption in day-to-day activities, and those kind of activities uh, are challenges, and some people find opportunities in them. so that is what is all about black swan a critical challenge which was unplanned for that's it so now coming to the context of the question uh black swan events has done few things which i feel are very good there are pros and cons of both the sides but keeping the cons away as of now we'll just focus on the pros of the activities the pros i feel that individual character is being built in a better manner what has happened that in a group of people the people would be working in a design office or 10 people would be working in a design office but what about their individual strength as alone okay you would always ask your colleague yaar ye karke de de wo karke de de and end of the day work gets done but individual strength does not grow what black swan has done that cause the team has moved over to their personal location even though still they would ask for assistance if needed But uh, I feel that individual strength is now more, more responsible because everybody seems to be accountable over a group meeting. Everybody gets enough time, so that is the advantage of Black Swan. The second advantage of Black Swan in a larger team would be that a CEO or a manager could directly correlate or directly meet, or directly interact with a large number of people, allocate good amount of screen time to everybody, so everybody is heard and. I have always seen uh, good ideas. The guy with good ideas sometimes speaks less. Okay. So uh, let's break this myth and speak up. If you speak up, you can be let's say 80% wrong. I always believe you can be 80% wrong. What about that 20%? Why, why should we let it go? Okay. So this is the first takeaway I take from Black Swan that people are opening up. Those who want to develop their strength, it is one of the best time you can do it. uh second advantage of this black swan technology is that uh, people are upgraded more with structure related to it pehle internet ki quality ka kisi ko padi nahi thi nobody was caring about good cameras nobody was caring about mics like me i did not care about camera i did not care about mic but now i know uh, i cannot communicate with uh, whistling all over around and having a lot of echo noise which still is there in my room but i am trying to upgrade it so what happens in this technology that you get, become in line with the global players you become in line with the global players this takes us to the third which is the most important point 
you become a global entity now because once you work remotely say in the same city you may be in the same city as i am because of corona we have to communicate over online so all of a sudden distance becomes infinity so you go in us and i can speak with you so then i am okay with exploring all the venues across the world because earlier i was just tamed for one city but with this online media the world is my city that is how i look at it the fourth point that we can make is that uh, every social i it doesn't care where the person is it doesn't uh, matter which car he comes in it doesn't matter which class he belongs to this is very neutralizing as an expect so earlier uh, if some i would go into somebody's office which is very big very posh and maybe it would influence my ability to speak what i want to while if i go to somewhere else that would affect my decisions differently but now this is a neutralizer it doesn't matter where you are sitting you might be in balcony i may be in a terrace it doesn't matter so uh, all those immaterial things in the thought process are being removed from the scenario entirely this is the social aspect of it what i'm trying to see fifth people have started thinking before they speak very important in design also so because you are recording my all either i will speak or i will not speak so they are opening up and they are becoming more confident it is similar to the point number 2 but this i will treat it as a separate point that we have started thinking before we speak and i feel it is very good in our design perspective also and this is lovely beautifully put because you are absolutely right this is a leveler a great leveler and it has actually made everybody on the same platform now um and as you say when you walk into a space there are a lot of things that affect the way you think the way you present yourself or even the way you are talking so all that now hardly available we are anywhere you are in a different place i am in a different place and we are still able to communicate what about design aspects so for example when you work from home getting a quiet space is very difficult so i'm sure as a designer you've seen so many new concepts come in where they are able to create their own space or a cut off some place where it is personal uh, at the same time it's also a professional space of work uh, has have there been quite a few of those as well even a sense all design categories throughout the globe have some key elements which are similar every design element has a element of creativity you need to be creative enough so the beauty of the creative element or problem solving element is that your brain is your office your brain is your office so most of the ideas that have clicked me for designing something is while driving through home or while driving to office this is generally where those ideas have clicked materializing those ideas i need my computer i need my desktop i need my team to materialize and evaluate the logical end to that idea so this is the part uh, where i see there is no change so if i work from home if i work from office the creative part does not suffer any more or any less it is more or less same it is just a getting a discipline that you don't end up watching tv the entire day on a sofa that's it nothing more than that so it is just about discipline end of the day at the home discipline also means that you get a adequately quiet space if required but even for me uh, i will just speak for myself I don't see a major difference between working from home and an office. For me, it is both same. The creative side of the story, but 
if you come out to the tools that i've acquired over the years the physical tools like i i need good desk workstation i have got 3d printers in my office uh, sometimes face to face communication there is no replacement of a face to face communications most of the phone calls in a critical situation may end up worse if the same communication are done face to face the end results are more beautiful is what i always felt though so definitely when the execution side of story comes in the design or the prototyping stage of stories uh, physical office physical meetings i still consider them to be must when you are doing ideation or creation or problem solving it can be done at home at work at car wherever you feel absolutely and as far as the manufacturing uh, sector is concerned has there been any major design changes because of uh, you know corona and uh, you know is it something that has majorly changed or have you like for example even safety measures number of people in a training room all those would have changed over a period of time have they really affected the way these uh, uh, you know all see uh, training sometimes take a precedence which is lower than manufacturing in our industry it is not treated as critical as it is required to be but given the scenario we have to accept the fact that it is not logical to uh, ask a lot of people to come in in a same room so it is actually a correct way to train the people right now in online medium but end of the day nikal thing uh, safety measures are being still deployed batch sizes are split up so that you have lesser number of people and more number of batches so that physical contamination and contacts is getting less uh and uh, thing that i would see more is people would be now moving for better automation uh more because uh, redundancy of human errors can also result in corona so somebody comes in with without a mask and he works with his colleague so again i will see this corona situation with not a long term perspective i see this as a mid term perspective i see it ending up maybe next year and easing out very well so it would not be a drastic game changer as per say to the processes but definitely it would i would treat as a eye opener so people are more aware for the future things which may happen of this suddenly has happened yeah corona is not a stand alone event i think it has made us realize these kind of events in different forms can happen so we just need a little better prepared and uh, you know how is vr as a been a game changer for engineering and manufacturing designers so basically with vr we also use something called as ar which you are aware of augmented reality so the first stage was ar which which is being deployed by a lot of software companies so the design software that we use also uses ar uh, to be speaking the truth i have not used ar and vr in a greater extent i plan to use but end of the day uh, unless a uh, setup exists at both ends the sender ends and the receiver ends it would be more nebular the first project that we were working right now in which i am planning to use vr this this is a project where we are setting up a plant for a construction equipment manufacturer and uh, what we are planning to do is uh, so i have planned lot of workstation lot of benches and how the process will flow so right now in 3d cad software i have everything but what if i could just wear the vr glasses and walk into the factory and visualize it so i always believe that ar vr drawing cad end of the day they are a communication tool they are enabler of sharing your thoughts with somebody else 
so uh, vr would make sense when somebody who is not very thorough with 3d is not very thorough with drawing who does not uh, who is unable to correlate so that can be a sales guy who's totally non technical for a domain or that can be some other guy from non technical domain so if i want to explain him in the shortest possible way ke ye plant kaisa dikhega i would just ask him to wear the vr glasses see how it looks so i believe vr is a very good validation tool we will not call it as a design tool as of now but we can call it as a pre prototyping tool also so instead of making a actual plant or scaled plant uh, of a cad model Uh, it can help in certain areas where the sense of scale so what happens that uh, there is something called a sense of scale sense of scale in design is very important because in 3d you may zoom in and zoom out but you will never understand how in reality this would be any of you would have felt in construction basically apna ghar ka jab apne plan layout dekha hoga to room shayad bada lagta hoga aur jaise hi wo corridor mein se aap pass hote honge room bahut chhota lagta hoga so this is a common thing that we see across the civil industry or the construction industry so i am feeling that the first stage of vr would start from the construction side of activity to be a sense enabler of the scale ki aapka ghar actual mein kitna bada dikhega and then it would move on to the other industries so training would be the first of them pick up vr or lot of machines how they are to be opened how they are to be closed can be trained using vr and ar in a safer manner than the conventional machinery Well, that's wonderful and i'm so glad that you know technology is uh, definitely an enabler and we are trying to use it a lot more because as you correctly said it's not a question of just zooming in and zooming me out at all you need to understand the scale um, and as you mentioned earlier right the cutting machine as well you need to understand how large it is how dangerous it is and that should not be lost uh, because of this so uh, but any anyway, thank you so much anu for giving us the time it was a very very informative talk and we are hoping to see a lot more vr being used as well we are quite excited sure, sure. technology coming in and thank you so much for taking time off and spending it with us as well okay. thank you nurul ji thank you for inviting me to this session I, it was really a very well thought of questions that were answered and i will be always available for any queries which your uh, viewers might have to the best of my abilities thank you Thank you so much really appreciate it